The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Paul Afshar is an up-and-coming podcaster whose podcast My Mum Made Me is about the wonderful and sometimes weird ways our mums make us who we are today. And Paul is on the line with us here. How are you today? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. So what gave you the idea to create this podcast? Well, much like I think quite a lot of other people, you know, uh, around the world, had uh, what might you might call an eccentric childhood and an eccentric mum. Yeah. So just to give you an example, my, you know, my mum is a devout Catholic and she took us to church five times a week. Um, but on the other hand, would sort of steal prayer books and rewrite the prayers so they were <laughs> gender neutral. So they wouldn't make, uh, you know, reference to our father or the Lord. It would be very sort of neutral language so you know all of those influences um i think bore quite heavy on me as a kid and as an adult have, have become such a, a sort of deep part of my own identity and i really wanted to explore that with other people particularly people you know in the public eye people who are sort of athletes actors activists i just thought it was a really interesting topic mm. and what have you found from some of your guests have they had quite similar experiences growing up or does it vary well i think everyone has you know a set of stories about their own mom and indeed their own parents that are sort of eccentric or weird or kind of out of the blue but I think what I found is that uh, you know and maybe this is a bit of selection bias with people who come on the podcast but Mm. there is such like a really kind of embryonic really close relationship between the people I speak with and their mums you know sometimes in a really great way sometimes in a a not so great way so to give you um, an example of of the former one of my guests um, Kirsten who uh, she runs a big charity called Save the Children. Um, her mum, Morag, um, you know, ran away when she was 13 after her parents died and, you know, oh. searched out her brothers back in Scotland, was sort of living in a squat effectively when they were kids. And, you know, that was her experience growing up. And, and as an adult, she got really into, you know, fighting for children's rights in, in Scotland and, you know, protecting um, kids, uh, you know, around the world. And, and that clearly has had such a big influence on on Kirsty and shape the woman that she's become both in terms of what she's chosen to do say the children but also her like moral compass as well and it's really sort of like not to get too much into the psychology of it but I think it's really interesting to see the the sort of the footprints of our mums in us um you know in a way they they kind of break the ice they mm-hmm. they're the vanguard they're they're sort of you know guiding the way in not always in a way that we always realize until perhaps we're a little bit later in life Yeah, that's for sure. How important do you think our mums are in shaping us? I mean, do you think they have such a big impact that we don't actually realise they've shaped who we are? Oh, hugely so. Um, and I can give you uh, an example of my own experience. My 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 mum <laughs> raised us in in the north of England in the sort of late eighties, basically. And uh, she she is white. She's you know she's Irish Catholic by um, heritage. My dad is is Muslim and and brown. And so you know we had mixed heritage. And she was always very kind of conscious of of racism and and you know like identity growing up in you know place like that. But I remember really clearly when um, this 
girl in the street um, called my sister a, a p-word. Um, I'm sure you, your listeners can put two together and work out what that is. But um, you know, she, my mom, in her kind of own way, just sort of like <laughs> grabbed the girl by her scarf of her coat. She said, "If you don't take that back, I'm going to kick you with my size eight DM boots." And that was for her, like you know, just a real kind of like push back in the face and a real fighting for us and our identity. Anyway, back to your question, how's that impacted me? Well, I think, you know, obviously that experience looms large in my memory, but yeah. the way she dealt with it, the way that she wouldn't let it go and she stood up for, um, in this case, my sister, but, you know, someone who was under attack, I think has definitely shaped who I am. Like, I'm definitely, you know, the one to back the underdog or, or kind of defend someone if they are under attack. And it, it, I hadn't realised that until perhaps a couple of years ago when I started telling these stories to people. Yeah. And in terms of the podcast, what kind of guests do you like to have on? Is there a type or does it not really matter as long as they have a mum? As Yeah, I think, look, as long as they have a mum. But what I will <laughs> say is uh, all, all of the guests that I have on um, have a, a pretty unique story to tell, whether it's, you know, Cursey, the woman I mentioned before, or, or Eamon, mm. um, who's, you know, whose mum, she used to keep a, a kind of record of every day that there were kids in a little book. And when she died, they, they kind of found it in her attic. Um, they, they've all got these wonderful um, memories and a kind of very unique relationships with their their mums. Some of them are in the public eye. Some of them are just, you know, regular folk like you and I. But they're united by um, a unique perspective on how their own mum has borne on them as an adult. Yeah. Do you discuss with the guest before recording to make sure that they've actually got some interesting stories? Or do you like to perhaps surprise yourself? A bit of both, if I'm honest. I mean, like I said at the beginning, I think, you know, when people are asked to think about it, there's always a set of experiences that you remember. You go, hold on a second. Was that? Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
normal or was that sort of um conventional or was that you know something that i remember for good or bad reasons everyone has yeah. that um and so sometimes it's it's really fun to go into those conversations as you say just exploring and unpacking that sometimes for the first time with people and i think that's what's interesting from a kind of listener perspective in that you know there's there's no sort of real um formula or structure for how we do that it's very much at their pace um and a lot of people who've listened to the podcast already and we've had a great response so far have said you know what you really got me thinking about my own relationship with my mom and how it's impacted me and the memories i have of her whether they're you know still with us or not so it's lovely to have that um impact through the the very sort of um uh you know original and, and sometimes quite raw conversations we end up having with the guests yeah and i suppose it is interesting about the weird things that our mums or dads or whatever parents can do sometimes that we don't realize until we're older aren't normal and sometimes it does take quite a lot of thinking to sort of think of things that they did that aren't normal because we're so used to them that we maybe think they were normal exactly and and just to give you another example from uh my own childhood again it's to do with uh my mom being a catholic Mm. uh, or rather you know religious but she she raised us vegan as well and in her mind the way she reconciled these two things was in the following way so we went to church every Sunday I went to a religious school um, and it came time for me to make my first Holy Communion which is when you get to you know be um, you know confirmed effectively and, and sort of take the bread and the wine at church on a Sunday uh, and I was really excited and I rushed home and I told my mom she said no you can't and the reason for her saying no was because we were vegan and in her mind she really did believe that the the wine and the bread actually transformed into the body and blood of Christ and if we took it technically we'd be committing a form of weird kind of like religious cannibalism so I mean that I have to say is a very warped but strangely sort of logical uh, way to reconcile both of those beliefs but again you know it's it's one of these things that I think god how how on earth did she manage to do that how has it (laughs) impacted me as an as an adult that's an interesting thought I've never thought of that I wonder what the correct answer is to that well we'll have to ask we'll have to ask a priest I'm sure yeah and you seem to have a chemistry with your guests don't you i mean are these people that you know already or are you just quite natural at talking to people oh well i'm not sure about that um i I, um i I do i do love i mean i'm enjoying this conversation i do love sort of chatting to people about you know that it doesn't have to be about their mum but you know their own sort of sense of memory and experiences some of the guests i i I know um or or sort of their friends of friends um i say probably half are so far because we just started out and half are people that i you know have read about and and kind of pitched the idea to and they've been interested um the difference i think is when you know a little bit about someone's relationship with their parent in this case their mom that's quite interesting to sort of as i say unpack with them um and when you don't there's quite an interesting kind of almost roller coaster of a journey to go on with them um about you know their, their own kind of memories and, and childhood experiences so look i mean I, i'd love to kind of you know get really interesting stories from i don't know people who've suffered hardship people who um I, you know 
I, I do think about some of the relationships that, I don't know, people who are fleeing war in Ukraine, whose mums or parents are perhaps still stuck back in the Ukraine, that the relationship that, you know, how that bears down in a relationship with your parent then. So I think there's so much, um, you know, uh, bandwidth and, and kind of space to explore in that relationship. It's not just the kind of the funny, witty, weird stories. It can be the really deep and meaningful as well. Yeah. Well, what future episodes have you got coming up? Are there ones that you have recorded or about to record? Absolutely. So we have a um, wonderful uh, pop star called Neo Tenwai, mm. whose mum fled Uganda mm. um, under the regime of Idi Amin um, and, you know, came to the UK as a sort of young girl. Uh, now he is this sort of uh, queer pop star who's on a mission to make the world vegan, you know, and, and it's really interesting to kind of explore like how both of them are very different, but kind of very similar. We've also got a, a wonderful, um uh, actor coming up called George Webster. So he was in the um, award-winning TV series Versailles. He played William of Orange. Uh, and we're going to be sort of talking about, you know, his own mom and parents' influence on his career. So there's there's lots of kind of interesting, unique characters coming up on the podcast, which um, I think people will find quite interesting. Yeah, sounds exciting. Well, where can we find the podcast? Is it in all the usual places? It's in all the usual places. And you can go to mymummademe.com which I've just set up literally yesterday um, to listen to it as well. Excellent. Well, many thanks for coming on today. It's been great to talk to you. Brilliant. Thanks so much. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.